0: How are you today? I'm oh, doing great, man. How are you? I'm move this microphone over a little bit. Oh, yeah. Get it a little situated. Uh...
1: So, so, is that the trigger for you? Like when I hit record? Yeah. That's when you think, okay, now's the time to move the mic.
0: <laughs> and happy Saturday! <laughs> we're here for another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. We are. And uh, we're going to play a little game called Move the Mic. No, we're not. If it had that little uh, rabbit hair mic cover on it, it'd be more fun than this foam one. Ah well, we got what we got. We have what we have. All right. So today we are here to talk about objection handling.
1: Do you have any current events you want to cover?
0: Yes, I do. I have a red tag sale flyer in my hands. Over 400 vehicles to choose from, five days only. Drive home today with only $99 down. Wow. Ra- rates as low as zero. And, uh, yeah, so this is a Mitsubishi dealer. And, yeah, they have a car here for $98 a month. That's a pretty good ad. Uh, no payments for 120 days. Wow. With two double triangles there beside it. Plus, get 84 months at 0%. Wow, 120 days, that's four months to you but and me. Maybe I should go get a car here. 0% for 84 months, no payment for 180 days, and $98 a month. Oh, 180 180 days. 120, did I say? Okay, it? yeah. 84 months, zero APR, and 120 days to first payment. Let's see what the fine print is here. That payment
1: is only on one vehicle.
0: It's, is it actually true? Yes, it uh, is. It's on stock number 832-428. Oh, look, I can scratch this thing off, and I might win 5,000 cash, a gas grill, 500 cash, or 2,000 cash. Actually, it says up to 2,000 cash. Up to. Listen to this. Let I'll me say this to. again. Go. I could win a gas grill. Right. Okay. I could win $5,000 in cash. Okay. I could win $500 in cash. Okay. Or I could win up to $2,000 cash. Wouldn't that wouldn't up to 5,000 cover all of those? Yeah. Well, well that's, I don't get
1: it. No, because you have to put What's the odds of winning for the first 3? Oh, yeah. 1 in 80,000. So one in eighty thousand. So that's eight one of eighty thousand pieces of mail, and three of them are winners for one of those three items, and 80, then the four every other one is a winner for the up to two thousand dollars. Yeah.
0: Well, the one that you got in the mail was something like one in seventy five hundred or something, yeah, 40, it was
1: a much smaller the eighty
0: thousand.
1: Yeah. Jeez. That's, a, that's, that's that's crazy. That's that's a lot of
0: pieces. Should we scratch it and see if I won? <laughs> it won't tell you. <laughs> it's got the numbers right here. That's what I'm curious about. And match your numbers. This says I won $500 cash.
1: Big winner. Okay. Yeah, I think you're... I, I, Dude. I think you won up to...
0: I need to read that. Did you just win 500 bucks? I want to see what the catch is, because it has the winning numbers and then it has your number. But I bet all of them have that number. You know, 79,994 of them have that number. No, but why wouldn't they all have the up two? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just won 500 bucks. I think you just won 500 bucks. But this uh, was—is it 500 bucks in money down on your new vehicle? Oh, could be. I don't know. I'll read it. But this was, um, when does it say it starts? June 10th through 15th. Oh, you want 500 bucks, and now? It's a month and a half <laughs> yeah. later. I wonder if they'll still give you your money. I can throw that away. Yeah, I should go down there. We do need to throw, it throw it away? A... It's five worth $500 right there. Yeah. Well, you go down there and I'll split it with you.
1: Uh, no, I'm not going to go down there, but I'll take this flyer with me.
0: <laughs> you know, just for good research material. Hey, no, I'll so you go down there and claim it and I'll split it with you. Oh, and you okay. bring it back and I'll give you $5, which would be 1% and I'll get the 99%. Okay. And I'll be splitting it with you. Yeah. I, or... I, I, didn't, I didn't say half. I, <laughs> I just said I'd split it with you. I didn't say exactly the middle. I said somewhere in the middle. I mean, sixty forty is a split, right? Right. One in ninety nine is a split, right? Absolutely. All right.
1: So, 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 your point with this thing is, I mean, you 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 brought this up for a reason. No, not really. Oh, okay. That's just your current event. Yeah. You wanted to share with the people listening your attempt at winning anything from five thousand
0: casts. To up to 2,000. (laughs) You can (laughs) win from 5,000 up to (laughs) 2,000. All right. So, what are we talking about today, Ray? Uh, We are talking about uh, the handling of objections. We call that objection handling. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to start or would you like me to? Uh, No, you go ahead. Okay. So, I pulled up an article here online uh, and it says, Ten proven strategies to overcoming objections in sales. Proven, proven, and this is at uh, if, uh, blog.close.com, C L O S E slash sales objection handling. Then it must be true. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to give credit since we're gonna, yeah. I'm gonna read some of them. But uh, it says number one, really listen to the objection, and number two, take time to understand the objection. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why that needs to be separate things. Uh, well, I, I think those are separate. But I like this third one. Craft a response addressing their biggest objection. Well, I think that's important because, you know, we might get things that aren't true objections. Right. Which I think is one of your points you wanted to make, right? Is is when we're identifying the objection, we mean identify the true objection. right? Not stalls or, uh, you know, I don't know what you call them, but things we just throw out there because they sound believable. Right. Oh, I've got to leave here in 30 minutes. i got to go pick my kids up from school. Right. Well, an hour and a half later, they're in that finance office. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I guess that kid's still sitting at school right. right now, man. Yeah, buying that car was important to him. Hey, the kid will understand. When you pull up in a new truck and he's sitting out there... <laughs> All the kids have already been picked up. Everybody's left. Yeah. The doors are locked. <laughs> the uh, the janitor's already gone. I don't think that would happen nowadays. Back in when we were in school, I think everybody would have laughed and be like, Hey, John, somebody coming? Yeah, okay, all right. right. I'll take care. Right. <laughs> you don't think that happens anymore? I bet it doesn't. No, I, I bet they can't. Uh, yeah, the they, teachers wouldn't be allowed to leave. Okay. So I propose the most
1: difficult part of a salesperson's job is identifying the, the real objection or the largest objection. How would they put it in there, the major objection? Yeah, the
0: biggest objection, yeah. Okay. Uh, try to resolve their objection in real time is number four. All I right. don't know what that means. Like, All right, I'll tell you what. Next week, I'm going to overcome that objection. Right. Look, I, I realize the payment's too high. And uh, let me work on it for a couple of weeks, and I'll be in touch. <laughs> I'll let you know. Let i got to ask go. around.
1: I, you know what? I'm gonna need to go think about that one. <laughs> I, I've never heard that before. <laughs> the payment. So done. yeah, let me let me see. I don't know. I, I mean, know. you have something else to do for a couple of hours. I mean, there are other dealerships around here. Maybe you can go check out one of them while I'm. I
0: need to go study. I need to go uh, train a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I like. I see the difference in the first two though. What's that? We'll re- read them off again because you
0: kind of rush R- through them and then ripped on them and move right on. <laughs> number one is really listen to the objection. Right. It says you might think that jumping in with a quick response is the best tactic, but it's much better to listen carefully, uh, so you don't make assumptions about what they really mean. Right. I think that's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. So then it says number two: take time to understand the objection. Ask further questions about what they mean. Uh, It's common that your potential buyer isn't really revealing the true objections.
1: Okay, so I I want to take back what I said. Yeah. I I think they are the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I thought they were going somewhere else with the difference between listening and understanding. Yeah. But they basically repeated themselves. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, they had to have ten. No one wants to read the nine ways to overcome objections.
1: Well, have you ever heard the rule of seven? No. Seven is the best number to have when you're... Whether putting bullet points down or unique uh, buying propositions
0: or, you know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you know that one is the loneliest number? Yes. And two could be as bad as one. I think two is the
1: second loneliest number except for number one. It's, look, (laughs) two could be as bad as one. It's the loneliest number since the number
0: one. It is, yes. And no is the saddest experience you'll ever know.
1: Which we can tie right back into uh, overcoming objections.
0: It says, look, this says, yeah, it's it's beautiful. It says no is the saddest experience you'll ever know. Yes, it's the saddest experience you'll ever know. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Moving on. Keep responses clear and to the point. Number five. Six, don't wing it. Making up things on the spot is likely to get in, get you in trouble. Buyers can sense this, and it will create a level of distrust that will end the sales call. So if you're not making it up on the spot... Yeah. Well, I don't totally agree with that. I, I think what's so powerful about what we teach and how we coach is we want you to understand the customer's point of view so that you can... See past their words, right? Right. I mean, their their words may not truly reflect their internal dialogue, their true feelings. Yeah. So if we can kind of put ourselves in the customer mindset and understand where they're coming from, then you're having a conversation, right? You're not coming back with one-liners. You're not... Uh, You're not really selling, you know, you're helping the customer buy.
1: Right. Statements like, and what else? Or let me make sure I understand. Yes. Sounds to me like. Right. I love that one. Gets them to clarify. And as they clarify, the more they talk, the more they reveal. Amen. And that that should be our our first and primary goal. Because if, if, like I said, identifying the objection is the most difficult part of a salesperson's role, Mm -hmm. then the first and best tool for that is keep the person talking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. If they come out with, well, the price is too high, the payment's too high, the term is too long, and the down payment's too large. Okay, I understand. And, And None of those reasons would keep you from buying the vehicle, though, would it? <laughs> right. I mean, I understand. Look, new cars get more expensive every year. Yeah. Look, I've got a, one of a new car. I just bought it two years ago. Guess what? The payments are too high on that one. Right. And I work here. I <laughs> sold it to myself, and the payments are still too high. Okay? You think you're going to get lower payments than right. I did? I well, agree. So, whether it's through humor or, you know, understanding and empathy or more probing questions, mm-hmm. we can kind of eliminate these, I don't know, I wish I had a better buzzword for it, but, you know, it's it's red herring objections. Yeah. It's just to, to say something that they think will shut you down so that they could go home and think about it and, yeah. you know, and, and either find a better deal or convince themselves they're making a wise decision. Yeah. Which is really... You know that's what sales is about—is helping people feel good about spending their money with you. You agree? I do. I completely agree. I think that's that's the
1: the art of selling. Yeah. Is building value, building enough value that they it's truly something that they feel like is going to meet their needs, wants, and desires, Mm -hmm. and then showing them that what you're providing them is well worth the the value of the cost.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the juice is worth the squeeze, so to speak. Right. And that it's going to either solve a problem or enhance their lives in some way, yeah. right? I mean, I love, we were looking through this training material before we started, and I love some of these, like, uh, can't you just imagine how it's going to feel driving this new car? Right. You've worked hard all your life, and you deserve mm-hmm. it. You've earned it. Yeah, And just imagine how that's going to feel pulling up to church or pulling up to that social gathering with all your buddies and you're going to be in that brand new truck, right? Won't that feel cool? Right. Uh, I just, you're,
1: you're causing them to take mental ownership of it mm-hmm. and you're trying to uh, conjure up the imagery and feeling of owning
0: this new thing. A lot of times, again, well, by building the value is a better way of overcoming those than lowering the price. You know, the payment's too high. Yeah, man, but think about how it's going to feel. Right. You know, I mean, sure, you could get a car with a lower payment, but, you know, it's, you're not going to feel as good about it, <laughs> right? I mean, hell, I could put you in this $98, uh, ninety. this is a 2017 Nissan Versa for 98 bucks a month. That payment's incredibly low, right? right? Now you're going to pull up to your... <laughs> buddy's house in a 17 Versa? Or you want to pull up to it in a 2020 Chevy Silverado? right? Four wheel drive with the crew so, cab.
1: So what do you think about um, and I think we we may have differing viewpoints but what do you think about so are you telling me that if I could get that payment lower that that's the only thing standing between you and, and taking ownership of this vehicle? I mean is that is that where we're at? Yeah. And they, well yeah okay, so it really is payment well, you know, uh, maybe, <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's not the only. Yeah, you know, I mean, right, right. So that's what I'm saying. Drill down on each one and say, okay, is this really the
0: the objection? Right, right. and you know, is there anything else? Is there right. anything else? What else? You know, assuming that we could fix this problem, yeah, then we're good. Right? The,
1: yeah, then that's all we need to do, and, yeah. and then we're we're done here.
0: All right, let's move on to if you'd like to number. I think I did number five, keep responses clear and to the point. Uh, a, lo- a long response where you go on and on isn't likely to be well-received, well, well received, but instead seen more as selling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, payments too high. Yep, yeah, I agree. Right. sound right here. <laughs> right. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but you, you're not giving me enough for my trade. Oh, no, we never do. You want me to get it cleaned up? Sign right here.
1: Right. I, I, I think I told you about a guy who worked uh, he was at a dealership that I went to uh, consulting, and he was talking about you know one of his first sales. And she said, you know, I just wish it had power windows. And he, he said his internal dialogue was, oh, crap. Right? I mean, we did everything we could to find her the right color and the right one and everything else. And now she doesn't have power windows. Yeah. And she never mentioned power windows until before now. Yeah. Right? And he said, well, you know what? I'm just going to keep going. And he said, oh, yeah, no, I understand. He goes, okay, so here's the one we have. And he said, yeah, she signed right up. No problem. (laughs) She was just making a statement. I wish it had power windows. Yeah. Right? Okay, I wish it had power windows too. Right? (laughs) Right. But here's the one and just sign right there. Right? Yeah. So I think sometimes, sometimes just statements of I wish or I would have liked or, you know, God,
0: that payment's a little high. Yeah, that payment's a little high. I get it.
1: Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, these
0: cars are- Congratulations. Yeah. Not everybody can make a payment that high. Right. I'm glad that's not my payment. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, number seven, confirm you've satisfied the objection. Uh, Don't assume you have just because they accept what you say. I don't agree with this. It says, ask your potential buyer how they feel about what you've said. (laughs) So, sir, did I overcome your objection well enough? (laughs) All right, you you said feel good about that? I mean, we got that one out of the way? You said the payment's too high. I said, yes, they are. Right. Congratulations, sign right here. And now, tell me, how do you <laughs> feel about me saying,
1: yes, they're too high? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and, and that's not the only, I mean, I, I, I get where you're going, but, you know, I mean, I don't know that I would use that every time, agreement with the payment's too high. Yeah. Uh,
0: you would. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. And and again, you know, it's like uh, you said Mike Overy said this once, is you can get away with a lot more if you're smiling. Right. Right? Right. So in this other training material we were talking about earlier, one of the things, I mean, this was like literally I dug up day one of my foray into the car business. Right. Day one sales training. And it said, uh, make the customer laugh within the first two minutes or at least smile. Right. I'm thinking, well, that was good advice. I hope I used that 18 (laughs) years ago, right? So, yeah. All right, so uh, number eight, create an objection management document. This document should list the top 25 objections you face, along with one to three sentence responses for each. If you work with a team, collaborate on this together. Now, that reminds me of Cardone, man. Cardone, in some of his earlier stuff his training material he said he used to keep like a rolodex on his desk and every time he heard a new objection that he hadn't heard before he wrote it down in this rolodex and before long hell he had a book you know because he had 120 objections and overcoming you know rebuttal phrases right uh pretty cool i like the idea oh, yeah. I, I never did well,
1: it, but... and it and it it goes along with the one don't shoot from the hip yeah. Right? So this yeah. is the, you know, I think, again,
0: a stretch. You didn't need two there. Right. Right. But, but, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking. I'm not buying today. Right. Yeah, every salesman ought to have a patented canned response to that. Right. Be prepared. Yeah.
1: You, you know you're going in to hear, and 120 is probably aggressive. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, you're going to hear five different objections. All the time. All the time. Yeah. And you may, uh, once in a while, get the...
0: The unusual one. Yeah. It's a one-off. It's specific to those people. Right, right. Number nine, practice the objection responses and commit them to memory. Okay. And number 10, says number 10, pro tip, customize your objection list to the market. Whoa. Each market has its own objections, and if you aren't prepared, you're going to lose deals. Uh, to someone that is, sort your objections into groups by market. Okay, so this is not necessarily about car sales, but I can see regional differences in, in overcoming objections. I mean, at least in personality types and in... Uh, yeah, but I think
1: I think any regional influences are going to just maybe change around the regularity with which you hear certain objections. Yeah, it could right? be. And, and it's also based on the... You're not going to hear the same types of objections or the same consistency of objections at a highline dealership as yeah. you are at the Mitsubishi dealership. Amen. Right? Amen. Because it just draws a different clientele. Yeah. And I think they have different concerns.
0: Yeah. Okay, Ray. That,
1: that covers the list of 10 that I had here. What? So I'm just writing down some things just from a general perspective on objection handling. Number one is always identify the objection. Right. Right. As best we can. Try to isolate and identify what is the major objection that's going on here. And it's preventing you from moving forward. Yeah. And that was in that list, I believe. So, yeah. 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 But number them. two is restate the objection. Right. I want yeah. to be able to articulate back to you exactly, you know, correct me if I'm wrong or is this right? I know in, in you know, my my studies in psychology, mm-hmm.
0: there's something called reflection of feeling. You yeah. ever heard of that? No, but I, I think what you're going to say is when you say it out loud or when you hear it back, it, it well, make no. changes the way you feel about it? No, no
1: it's, you know, uh, like you, let's say you're in a counseling scenario, right? Okay. And you're talking to the husband and he's going, you know, my wife's always complaining because I, I'm never home, but, but I've got to work. And she wants to complain, but I, I'm all I'm doing is out working. I'd rather be at home with her and the kids, but I can't. I'm, I'm at work all the time. Yeah. And I might say back to him, well, you know what? It seems to me like she doesn't respect the fact that you're working instead of there home with her or the kids. I've just reflected back to him, and he's like, oh, my gosh, you, you, you nailed it. Like you, yeah. you're like psychic. How did you pull that out? You know, it doesn't realize that he just told me and yeah. I reflected back to him what he just told me. Okay. Right. It's called reflection of feeling and counseling. Counselors use it all the time. Right. They just state back what you stated to them. And you know, a high percentage of those counselees are going to go, wow, this is almost like spooky <laughs> that you were able to, you know, you can see that yeah. man. It really, man, it just get mad when this happens. Well, it sounds like that makes you angry. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It does. It makes me angry. Gosh, you're a really good counselor, right? So I think we can employ that in sales at times just to reflect back what I hear you saying is, or let me make sure I understand, you know, your biggest concern is, or and if they correct you, hallelujah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a concern. I don't know if I'd say it's my major concern. Oh, okay, well, well, So if you had to identify what your major concern is, what would you think that would be? Right? Now you're getting them talking. You're helping to see, is this really it? Or if they go, oh, you're exactly right.
0: That is absolutely my issue. Great. Now I've isolated it. Right? So I want to restate back the objection. That's what I like that sounds to me like, and I just remember writing down STML and like committing that to memory and using it over and over again. Right. You know, someone says, yeah, I don't, the payment's too high or whatever. Okay, sounds to me like if we could get the payments a little lower, if we can be a little flexible there, we got a deal. Right. Okay, well, Yeah whatever. The, the, right. the it's the Right. E- either color. it's yes or no. Yeah. Right. Sounds e- to me like if we could do this.
1: Absolutely. If you can get those payments lower and we've got a deal. Yeah. Fantastic. Now I know the guy's a payment
0: buyer. That's what I have to do. Right. So you're, you're clarifying and isolating. Right. right? I mean, that's a big thing I've always heard in my training is, you know, if, if you get five objections, they're probably not all five valid. So let's isolate the true, you know, identify and isolate, I guess. Yeah. All right. So so my number
1: three is state the value in the proposed solution. Okay. The value in the proposed solution? In, in the proposed solution.
0: What do you mean by to that? To their
1: objection. All right. Well, I mean, it could take a number of different tracks there, but, you know, it might be negotiating with inventory.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know what? If you want to get that payment lower, if we found one without a sunroof and the sport wheels, that would definitely lower your payment. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, I really care about a sunroof. Or, no, I yeah, I love the sunroof. I mean, right? So now uh, we're we're building value in either you want this one, so you're really going to be more flexible, or you're willing to give up elements of this one. Therefore, and that's just kind of well, one track. Well, yeah,
0: no, but I can see how that would make them commit. No, I want the sunroof. Right. They're kind of committing, well, no, I want to pay that price because right. I want the sunroof. Right. Yeah.
1: The brand new Mustangs, yeah, I mean, they're getting a lot of money for them, but gosh, they're popular. A lot of people are buying them because beautiful design and, you know, the craftsmanship and the performance and by restating all the values that got it to be too high of a payment. Right. Right. They got it to be that higher sticker value. Okay. So it, it's coming back with here's the value statement that will hopefully help you understand the reason
0: as an overcoming of your objection. Yeah, once again, kind of raising the value instead of lowering the price right, right. Gotcha. All right, man. Well, I believe we have come to the end of yet another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. All right, I, There we go. I want to thank everyone for listening. We hope you'll join us again. Yes, thank you for listening.
1: If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to com, where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray.
0: We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com what's that email address again? It's info, Ray, at Saturday dot com. It's info Ray at Saturday morning dot com. No, Ray, it's just info at Saturday dot com. So
1: just info at Saturday dot com. You've got it. Great.